and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to the Sparkle Pod, your one-stop podcast shop who loves a chat about this and that. I'm not going to keep up with the poetry, I'm sorry, but instead, let's just get straight into it. You've got Jess and myself with you today, and we're discussing all things to do with sugar. Can you really say you're addicted to sugar, or are you just blaming the substance to hide your habits? Let's get into it. Hi, Jessie. Hi, that's a really good intro. How, how would you answer your question in that intro? What's your thoughts? Well, it's really funny because I've never actually um, thought about what I, how I introduced, how I asked those questions just then. I, I had never really thought about it like that, but I read an article the other day and I saw it and I read it and I thought, hang on, that's bang on. I think mm. that you're, in, you're onto something today. Um, and I just thought, yeah, I quite like that because I think, I think it's correct. I think you can't really say you're addicted to sugar because in saying that you are just saying, oh, it's sugar. That's the problem. It's not me. But really in reality, I think we need to look at the bigger picture here. And actually sometimes it's quite confronting to realize it's actually within you. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon, um, very often, quite often, we get asked for advice on eating, nutrition, diet, um, even though people know we're not qualified to give advice in that area. Um, we'll sometimes maybe share some guidance or some things that we live by um, off the back of those sorts of questions. But a lot of them have, a f- they're a f- they're, the, the way they're written, and I'm not trying to like, you know, um, point finger at anyone and tell them they're doing the wrong thing. But the way these questions are often worded are like, hey, I would love some advice on X, Y, Z to do with my diet, my nutrition and what I eat. Um, I have a really tough time not snacking after dinner or I find it so hard to stop with the chocolate. You know, so they, the answer is there already in the question mm, a lot of the time. Mm, mm, mm. It's not the chocolate's problem. No, and well, just above anything, we, for the most part, know what to do. We're just not doing it. That was very loud. What was very loud? Did you hear that? Oh, the dinging that came through. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I mean? For the most part, we all know what we're doing and what we need to do if there needs to be some sort of shift in our nutrition and how we, um, eat uh whether that's to make us feel better physically or mentally but we just don't do it okay so just to make that clear Jess pretend that I am um, someone and I'm asking you a question now and I want you to kind of actually forget that I I don't want you to be delicate with me I want you to like call a spade a spade okay hi Jess I can't stop eating six pieces of chocolate every night after dinner how can I um uh, do you have any guidance? Like, what do I need to do about that? It's such a rigmarole. It's such a big thing. Okay. So I'd take it, there's different ways I'd take it. Part of me is like, well, 
in a balanced diet, there's nothing wrong with six pieces of chocolate after dinner, to be honest, for me. It, it, it does nothing wrong for me mentally or physically, and I do that quite often. And across my day, I don't otherwise eat much um, pack. Like, yeah, I don't really eat. I've, I've got a really well-balanced diet across the whole day, so finishing the day with a few, box of cho- a few pieces of chocolate to me is fine. If you don't, if, if that's not making you feel good, though, if that's making you feel well, it's not because that's why I've written mentally. to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> my advice. W- oh, I know, but it's hard because everybody's different. It depends on so many things. But you know, okay, if you don't Jess, want to do that, if- wait. Oh my god. Hi, Jess. Let me I'm answer. having six bit. I'm having six bits of chocolate, and it's making me feel like shit. What can I do about this? There you go. Okay, you can stop having them. Um, how to stop having them if you really don't want to have them is probably um, satisfy yourself in other ways. <laughs> that sounds funny. Uh, <laughs> throughout the day, <laughs> you know, there might be a chance in the day to eat something that um, keeps you satisfied for longer and means that you don't necessarily have to have the chocolate. To be honest, no one has to have the chocolate. That's a dumb phrase. You don't have to have the chocolate, okay? If you don't want to have it, get it out of your house. If it's making you feel like shit, make it not an option. Mm-hmm. What about, Jess, if I just like maybe have four bits tonight and see how I go with that? So that is a great question and that is a great suggestion. So perhaps you should be answering the question because, yes, <laughs> and this is what we talk to a lot, right, is making small adjustments or little tweaks um, rather than gun-ho taking out all sorts of shit out of, you know, restricting yourself, suddenly changing big things that me- are meaningful to you. So a little tweak and cutting back a little bit might make you feel better and then you might really enjoy those four pieces yeah I like that I also like how you said earlier though about um making yourself um not making yourself uh perhaps looking at your day of food um earlier on in that day and um having something in that day to uh, this is a bit hard hang on I'll start again so um if you're getting to the end of the day and you're really like wanting these six bits of chocolate, try and think about what you've eaten during the day. And um, maybe if you'd had something along those lines, maybe a bliss, or two blissfuls with your cup of tea at three o'clock in the afternoon, you might not feel the need to have the six bits of chocolate at night if it's not making you feel good. I also think... Um, so looking at your overall diet and making sure mm. you're eating enough food to make you feel satiety. Satiated? What's that word? Satiated. What's satiety? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. So can we just caveat? Gosh, it's going to go down as one of the top words of 2021. Can we caveat the fact that we're not saying six pieces of chocolate after dinner is fucking bad for everyone, okay? We're just saying if it's causing you no, grief I, I in just, any way. No, it's, it's my problem. I, I was writing to you just saying that it's causing me grief. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why we're talking yeah, about yeah. that. 
yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I just, just don't want people listening to this and, you know, I don't want people to listen and go, oh, shit, I can't eat my six bits of chocolate. Lisa and Jess told me not to. That's my worst fucking thing is when I've, when I see people on like social media who yeah. are like, hey, here's my day on a plate. And then it, messes with people's mental health thinking shit I've got to eat exactly Mm. what they've told me you know okay that's a really good point and I just want to speak about the fact that I am um I have been oh gosh this is a difficult little chat but about maybe five years ago I suddenly looked at my what I was eating to try and tweak and make a few adjustments because uh, I would go to bed at night feeling completely full and not very proud of all the shit that I had inhaled, okay? So I thought I need to change a few things here because I'm actually not going to bed feeling very great and that's not the best. I want to go to bed feeling good so I wake up in the morning feeling good, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think we were brought up. Yeah, it's not bought because bought's when you buy things. Brought is when you bring. We were brought up um, with our wonderful mum and dad and four kids. And um, I think that we were we were kind of kept at the table till we were real full. <laughs> Do you reckon? Like, yeah, you, there's no hiding, there's no beating around the bush with this. We absolutely for, were. And it was like, come on, come on, finish the potatoes. You know, you had to finish the freaking whole dish. I, uh, yeah, anyway, what? yeah. It's really bad because I'm doing this with my children because I don't want them to be hungry and I don't want them to keep nagging me at, after dinner and I don't want them to wake up in the night and wake up in the morning really, really starving. So I feel like I need to really take a look at myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in that boat too. I'm like, oh, they might. Well, I don't want them to wake, or they might wake up hungry, so they've got to eat it all. But um, I think if you think of how we feel as adults when we've started to, you know, eat uh, to a point of satisfied. And I mean, gosh, I eat till I'm stuffed on many occasions. But you know, if you think about you, like you are fine, you are full enough, you are going to get through a night. And the child was probably the same, I think. I just I just have to go back to that because sometimes it's actually not about that for me. It's just like some of them don't like the food. So I like make them like you have to have four more mouthfuls. Just so then I feel like I've haven't wasted my time on bloody cooking for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um it is something that okay. I think is we we and that was a habit of our family and a habit of a lifetime you know and so now Mm. we yeah are are slowly trying to like turn the tables on it a little bit eh? it's real funny because I don't actually think mum and dad ate until they were stuffed though because mum doesn't do that now and dad doesn't they they don't eat heaps of food so maybe they were like us, though. Maybe they were worried that we were going to wake in the night hungry. They were like, freaking <laughs> yes. keep sleeping. I don't want to be woken. I, I I actually think, so my kids don't wake hungry. That's, I don't think they that that's my thing. I just say that. Well, you just you live in fear that that might happen, so that's why you cover bases. But mine's probably so they don't annoy me after dinner because you know how you yeah. clean the kitchen and then they're like, I'm hungry. And my thing is have a banana. Um, I'm exactly like that. Okay, so anyway, Mm. yeah, so um, my thing was like I was eating till I was really full 
all my life um, up until I was, you know, in my 30s, early 30s. I still was kind of doing that. And when I met my husband a while ago now, he was the same. Like, we, he's a big eater and we just – and. You know, I always remember him being gutted because at the pub would go out for dinner, and he'd think all his mates' girlfriends would give him their give their men their leftovers. You know, they'd only eat half their <laughs> meal. But Dan <laughs> felt like he was really hard done by because or ripped off because he'd chosen this girlfriend that never had left. You know, never left half a meal. No, you're the same, eh? Yeah, and I've found myself now a very, very fast eater. I was always a fast eater, but I reckon I've gotten even faster for the fear of Dorian wanting some of my meal while he's finished and he's waiting oh my, for me to finish. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be really <laughs> annoying. Like, Dan doesn't really do that to me. And then, yeah, oh, and then like, to the point where, like, I'll, and, and I'll sometimes just try to be really kind and I'll be like, he's finished and he's kind of like, oh, I'm still hungry and I'm eating, finishing my thing. And then I'm like... Oh, do you want the rest of this? Sometimes. Oh my and god, I like, would never offer. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, don't you want it?" And I'm like, "Oh, I want it, but I'm just trying to be kind." Oh my gosh, so I am so annoying because, like, oh, anyway, that's just this is not relevant. Um, but <laughs> what I was going to say was, um, oh yeah, so I then got to the point thinking. So it was even like, um, I so I had this. Um, you know, the, in my brain, I thought I can't finish dinner until I'm actually full. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't eat dinner with no potatoes or no rice and stuff. Like I, that's not a problem for me now. But the th- like, what I mean by that is, I don't mind eating that now, right? Mm-hmm. But at the time, in my brain, I thought that I wasn't, I, I wouldn't be able to sleep or I wouldn't be able to survive without roast potatoes and heaps of rice and heaps of pasta at night time. Do you know what I mean? Or bread. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, it's it's how we grow up. I think we were a family of four children on one income and pasta, things like pasta and rice and bread and potatoes were like a staple um, from an affordability perspective and a way to keep us full. And so, yeah, it, yeah. again, it was down to habit and what we, what we knew. And again, yeah, totally. And it's not a bad thing, but this is what I'm saying though. I got to the point where I thought, hang on, I want to try and see if I can actually maybe people are talking about having a salad for dinner, like a salad for dinner. I used to just like want to make me vomit. Like how could you just have a salad for dinner? But obviously there's lots of recipes out there that you can make a really delicious salad for dinner. And it was almost like a little bit of a test for me back then to think, I wonder if I could actually implement things, little things like oh, I'll have a stir fry tonight. Um, I won't have as much rice. I'll have a little bit less rice and just have lots of veggies and load it up with some yummy marinated chicken and stuff and see mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, it was a little bit of a like a challenge. Like I had never really, you know, done that before. Mm. And so let, let's just say fast forward. I know we're supposed to be talking about sugar, but we're actually talking about food, aren't we? Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to sugar. Uh, is that is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I think we'll turn around to sugar soon. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that I just uh, I'd go to bed and I'd feel really good, and um, I thought this is cool. So I kind of kept, you know, just just little tiny changes, like extra veggies. I I I, I you always saw those plates, and they had um, 
this is how, the amount of veggies you should be eating. And I was always like never near that. But then I kind of tried to use that as a guide and, and thought, mm. okay, I'm going to add more veggies and stuff and see how mm. I feel. So then I started feeling good. And I, I, I think um, when you start to feel good, it's a domino effect and you and you realize that actually this is making me feel better. So I'm going to try and keep pursuing that goal of feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think, well, ca- how many times can we use the word caveat this podcast? Caveat the fact that like carbs, as we know them, like these foods we're talking about, pasta, rice, blah, 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 they're not bad. We're not categorizing them as bad. But it's more about like fullness and satisfaction level and like feeling satisfied for longer. And we are not nutritionists or dietitians, but we know this now. And everybody, a lot of people know this, that if your meal is a little more balanced with between carbs, proteins, fats, you're going to feel satiated I I hope that's the word um for longer and that's so yeah there's nothing wrong with having those things in your meal but the more balanced the plate the more satisfied we will be yeah and I think that's what I learned so after I you know I made these little changes I um then learned what else I can add into my diet to make me feel really good and fuller for longer and not make me have cravings I think that's yeah. quite a key thing yeah I think um mo- the most of the the things that I've read and I'm not talking about like the science behind things but you can kind of retrain your taste buds over a period of time yeah you can so by for a period of time reducing things like salt or reducing fatty salty sweet foods will actually over time mean that in the future at some point foods that you used to eat of that salt quantity or sweetness or blah 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 will actually suddenly taste like too salty or too sweet because of what you've kind of retrained yourself to do you know so yeah that's that's true isn't it i ha- i haven't as i say um i don't know the science behind it but i understand you can retrain your taste buds yeah absolutely like for instance i had we had a bottle of coke on the weekend um why did we oh because it was rico's birthday and at the yum cha place uncle dorian had a can of got a can of coke and I didn't get my kids a can of coke and we suggested that we would buy some coke to have later on in the evening um, instead and so we bought a bottle of coke and I had a glass of coke and it was so sweet Jess like I haven't had it I mean I used to love coke I would have you know Mm. not I I never drank a whole bottle like you know what I'm not talking about I've never really been one to like um binge on a whole 1.5 liter of coke but I'd have a drink of coke you know quite often and and I it would never have occurred to me that it was really sweet I just always the taste was so yum but it was so funny because the taste was still yum but I felt the sweetness and that's Mm. a perfect example like obviously Mm. I don't I eat sugar I do eat sugar but I am very um mindful now about what tastes so sweet and what I am going to enjoy, like I didn't really heaps enjoy it, and I wouldn't mm. have another glass of it because it was too sweet for me. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I I know Shah loves a Coke, but she has a Coke Zero or a Coke No Sugar or something, and she reckons it tastes exactly the same, and she likes it. Um, I love a Coke with ice from McDonald's or such and such, you know, on a hangover, but that's been a while. Well, not even on a hangover, to be fair, but I don't, I never drink the whole thing. I, but like, I just need a couple of sips of Coke and then I've kind of had my fix really. Um, but you, you know, was, you don't really drink fizzy drinks. So suddenly having a glass of Coke was a bit weird and too sweet for you. That's a classic yeah, example. Mm. Um, the re- I'm, there's no reason behind why I don't drink fizzy drink. I just don't really like fizzy drink. Like I've never really been a fizzy drink person. I'd rush mother a glass of wine, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's just funny, though, because you said you could just have a few sips. That's a really good um, point, though, is that why do we feel the need to have the whole thing of Coke? Like just have a couple of sips and then that can be your oh, – your balance you know like yeah. I think it's yeah. so important not to deprive if you love if you love a coke uh, you have have coke but maybe just don't just try and limit as much as you like try and reduce the amount that you would normally have yes so this is what I wanted to talk about because this is why we're talking about this today is off the back of an email request that we got and it was a comment that you made um we don't know how long. We haven't looked. We haven't looked for the comment, have it, it's we? A, yeah, no. yeah. Um, but I feel like we should answer the question succinctly um, before we get a bit carried okay. away. But um, I and I know my answers, and I'm sure they'll be the same as you. Um, so basically, could you please do a podcast on weaning off sugar? And it was off the back of um, a comment you made to someone on our, one of our chats. Um, but it was about your mindset and strategies that you used to change your behaviours, I suppose. So you'd said to someone, check your mindset and change it if you need, basically. Um, you know, pop a bag of dates in the freezer, dark chocolate. Um, if you need something, have one of those just water can you do this for me the first few days will be tough but once you get through the first week you'll get better and it'll be easier don't change heaps um just tweak one thing and stick with that and achieve that small steps all the way um so what would you say um is your first kind of first piece of advice for someone who wants to change their behaviors around sugar Okay, so I have no idea if what I'm saying is is right. This is just what is coming to my brain, okay? So my first thing is, we've actually touched on this before, think about what you're eating in the day and add in, uh, if you're not eating um, enough, you're going to get cravings and you're going to want to just quickly get a quick fix, okay? Because your energy levels are going to be low, so yep. I want you to think about all the really nutritious food that you like and and um, almost create a routine. Like not everyone would want to do this. This is just me. I have a bit of a um, – I mean, I kind of know the foods that are in my house that I know that I can eat today that are going to make me feel good and they're going to leave me feeling full and they're going to leave me with energy and there's not going to be a lot of room in the day for me to go – oh my gosh, I just need something quickly. I'm going to go reach for the biscuits. Yeah. So I think that's really important to look at your overall diet and see 
um, if there are gaps where you are lacking in energy and what you can do to put in those gaps um, in a nutritious way to the, and, the, and then do that and see how you feel. Yeah, I think that's do you a think great, so, Jess? absolutely, because I'm really not that great at this at the moment is that I, especially on days where I'm getting Nina off to preschool and I have a workout at seven, say, and I finish that after 7.30 and then I'm, um, you know, out the door at 8.20, I've got to shower and get them ready and get the lunch, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm really I'm really quite bad at having a good breakfast and I'm someone I reckon that actually needs breakfast okay not everyone might fancy a breakfast and operate fine without breakfast but I'm someone that kind of needs it so I often won't have it and then I'll come home and then I'll have a coffee and so I still haven't eaten and it's you know case in point today it's 10 to 10 I haven't eaten um and I probably like basically long story short that sets me up for inverted commas failure because often I'll get to dinner time with the kids about five o'clock and I'll be like cooking slash eating snacking the entire way through like I do it a lot and yeah there might not be anything wrong with that but also it's kind of unnecessary had I fueled myself better in the day I wouldn't be doing that yeah yeah okay cool I know yeah so crazy, Jess. I understand that. And I also, there's also an argument of like, you know, eating breakfast really, really quickly, hoofing it down just to get something in you, but not enjoying the food. So it's a really hard balance to find when you're in the middle of, um, you know, you've got lots of young kids and, or, you know, if you, you've got a busy morning and it's yeah. not going. Yeah. At the same time, though, there are a pile of excuses under the sun that I could refer to, to, get out of that mm. and explain that away but actually it just takes to be it just means being a bit organized you know I could prepare okay. when I make Nina's porridge I could easily make myself porridge too if I make some bircher the night before you know like there are ways to get ahead and and behaviors and habits that you can create that are not like they're not rocket science and they're not really that hard or demanding and once you actually start doing it regularly they'll take you a couple of minutes and it'll pay off later Okay, well, I've got a challenge for you. I think you need to make yourself time. If you, you said earlier, two minutes ago, that you're someone that needs to have breakfast. Yeah, I think I am. So you need to have breakfast before we do this. This, You know, it's 9.50 a.m. I've had a piece of toast, Vogel, with everything butter. And because I've been feeling quite hungry this week, possibly um, I, it doesn't matter hungry or not, I've, I've made – sure I've thought about my body and how it will go throughout the day if I don't have that you know breakfast so I think you really need to you know we're walking the talk we're talking the talk and walking the walk here but yeah so I think yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to yeah. find the time tomorrow to have breakfast okay yeah I do I I reckon I'm going through a phase where breakfast foods the classic breakfast foods aren't really appealing to me at the moment it's very weird but um Maybe I need to mix it up. Anyway, I will sort that out because it's, yeah, laziness, you know. Again, and this would be point two, to be fair, my point in answering this question, not laziness. I'm not calling this person lazy. I'm just saying you can be more efficient and more organized um, to help with your mindset around sugar. Like, do you know what I mean? So you, it Absolutely. comes back to yeah, you yeah, need preparation. To- don't buy the shit 
Don't buy yeah. it. And if you have to buy shit for your kids, buy stuff that you don't like. Like I buy hundreds and thousands of biscuits in my pantry. There's no way I'm going to eat, waste my time eating that. I'd rather wait till the weekend and go and get the most delicious almond croissant you could ever find. Like I'm not going to waste my time on a bloody hundreds and thousands biscuit. So yeah. it's really important to think wisely when you shop. Like don't buy um, Tim Tams because it's pretty clear that most people like a Tim Tam. And if you've got, if you're trying, I'm not saying everybody don't go buy Tim Tams, but if you're that person trying to change your habits, be kind to yourself in that point, in that respect, and don't buy stuff that you love that have, are riddled with sugar. Like I, I know that yeah. sounds easier than said than done, but it's actually not. Just don't buy it. Yeah, and like create some alternatives. Um, there are alternatives, and as you as I said before, I do believe you can over time change your kind of taste buds a little bit. So, you know, the the idea of um, I don't know some Greek yogurt with a sprinkle of maple syrup and a couple of chia seeds and some nuts, okay, might might sound a bit dull and boring, um, but I'm, I'm just slowly. Like, I'm laughing. What? I'm laughing Why? because a couple of chia seeds. I like tip so many chia seeds. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know, like, like sorry, how many chia I, seeds are you supposed to do, like. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said a couple, but you know, um, it might sound not nearly as appealing, um, but over time it'll change and it's so much, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's appealing when you're feeling better. So it's, it might not sound appealing, but when you start to feel good, it is appealing. Yeah. I read a comment James Smith PT wrote something about like, if you're not exercising, you're not going to eat well or something about the two. And it is, I, I really agree with him. Well, I feel, okay, there will be exceptions to the rule of people that just do not exercise. Gosh, I don't know how anyone does not exercise. I just do not get it. But whatever, story for another day. But it's true, eh? By exercising, it promotes and incentivizes you to eat well you want to eat better and you want to like complement that with eating well so so there are some replacements or things you can eat instead of the really highly processed sugar that will make you feel better in the long term mid to long term yeah I totally agree with you I totally agree it's a domino effect and I've always said that um from you know the beginning when we've started this move at mama platform it's you know I, I also think that if you have had a shitty week well a fun weekend drinking and eating delicious sugary treats then it's so great to come Monday morning or Sunday night and do move your body and then it just kind of resets your mind and, and you know that you're you're looking after your yourself as well like it's a balance um I just want to talk about the fact that I've been pregnant four times and during the pregnancies I would have biscuits every night so I don't know why when I was pregnant I just didn't care and I think I just needed to have really random biscuits though so we went through this phase of having every night um like shortbread or scotch fingers and I know that Jess you don't care for that but Dan and I care for those we really quite enjoy shortbread and scotch fingers dunked into tea so it's really funny because I have been into in that position of being addicted it's not an addiction it's me with my habits and I needed to break them so yeah it then got to the point where I was like I don't want to be eating these every night I just don't want to be and I don't I actually don't want to 
be control you know I don't want my mind to be to control the fact that I need to have two biscuits every night after dinner so what I looked at is my overall diet I looked at what I could change and or what I could have instead of the biscuits so I got into making bliss balls or um, dark chocolate I thought that was quite good the reason why I don't love dark chocolate but if I have a couple of squares I don't feel the need to have anything else and I don't Mm. enjoy it that much that I'm never going to eat more than four bits really because I don't love it so I thought okay I'm going to do that that sounds like a good idea so I stopped buying the biscuits Dan doesn't even moan about that he's not got a sweet tooth which I'm lucky about I think it's harder if you've got a partner that loves a sweet treat all the time, whereas mine doesn't. He'd rather a burger. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it's all about your mindset. It's you. You can't blame your partner. It's you. If you want to, ch- if, if it's not affecting that the partner, then leave the partner alone. But if you want to work on yourself, you've got to get your mind in the right place to do that and to to um you know, take action. So I decided I wanted to take action and I didn't want to have those biscuits. Let's just caveat the fact that there's no problem about having biscuits after dinner, but I didn't want to have that habit. No, yeah, yeah. So I would have two bliss balls. Uh, I would allow myself two bliss balls and I would say, if I had the bliss balls in the afternoon, I would say in my head, I've had my bliss balls today. I'm not going to have them tonight. That means I'm going to go to bed, like I'm going to finish dinner and I'll have a cup of tea and I'm not going to eat with it because yep. my mind's powerful and, and I wanted to create great habits that made me feel good. So yeah. then I got to the point, sorry, do you want to say something? No, um, no, carry on. Okay, so then I got to the point where um, – I decided I don't actually need to eat after dinner because I'm full. Like I, I'm not, I'm not full like I was when I was growing up. But you know, I'm I've eaten really well today. I've I've ticked off all the things I need to put in. I've had I've had good fats. I've had protein. I've had lots of veggies and I've had some carbs. And I'm 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 satiated. I'm satiated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm going to break the habit of actually eating after dinner. I'm going to break that um, action. And I'm going to say in my head, right, I've had my dinner. I'm actually not going to eat after dinner tonight. Now, let me just tell you, that was a challenge because I grew up being raised that we would eat after dinner. We had chocolate yeah. after dinner. We, yeah. you know, and that's fine. And as you say, Jess, you have chocolate after dinner because you it, it fuels you and it makes you feel good. For me, I just wanted to know that I could just not because it got to the point where I didn't know if I could. And I like a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that too. You kind of wanted to be able to control. Yeah, you wanted to not let the sugar control you almost. Eh? Like just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So then I decided I, I just changed. <laughs> <laughs> just silence. That's oh, what man, I would that say. Was so though, funny. Is that you? Some things will just like really create and give you happiness I call them like a soul or not I call them but you know like a soul food like that's what I mean is after any kind of like after most days um if I fancy a few bits a few pieces of chocolate with a decaf at night time 
it, it always, it, it doesn't make me feel shit mentally or physically. And so I have that and I let it, I let myself enjoy it. Um, yeah, we're talking like if that isn't the case and if you're doing things like this and it's not lighting your soul on fire. And that's what I would say too as one point around advice is focusing on how you feel, which Lise talks about all the bloody time. But it's true. It comes down to exercise but also food and nutrition. And like if this, how is this going to make me feel is such a powerful thing to stop and think, will this make me feel good? Or will this make me feel shit? A lot of the time, the answer is actually the latter, I think. Do you know what else I was just thinking? Like, um, just going back to the after dinner thing, I feel like I've associated all my life a cup of tea with something sweet. Yeah. I don't know about you. Um, I think cups of teas are so boring and I have to have something to eat. There goes my have to. I don't (laughs) have to. But I just wouldn't have the cup of tea if it wasn't going to come with something to eat. (laughs) Well, that's what I mean. So if I've got um, something delicious like some baking or something that I'm loving, I'll happily give myself a cup of tea with a bit of baking. But uh, at night time, like, I'm just not going to get a cup of tea if I don't have that. And so I have changed over the last years and have a decaf, an instant decaf after tea. And I feel like that has just got it a bit more of an excitement than a cup of tea and I don't feel the need to eat with a decaf. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, I go through real phases with key, tea and I find here, it really boring. Mm, yeah. The key for me, I remember when I was changing some and tweaking some of my habits to make myself feel happier, the key was when I would go to bed that night and go, oh, I feel good tonight. I've yeah. nailed it. I've done a really great job of what I've put in my mouth. And that, to me, it's just like exercise. It's like, you know, it suddenly makes you feel, you feel proud. You feel like you're in control and you know that you're feeling good and you're feeling your best and there's nothing better than feeling your best. So I kept, I'd go to bed and I'd think that was a great feeling. And so then I'd want to like the domino effect for trying yeah. tomorrow to create the habits. And yeah. then once you've created a habit, you know, it's, as we know, the habit, there's good habits and bad habits. But once we work on our habits that make us feel good and you do them day in, day out, day in, day out, you then have this lifestyle where you are feeling like you're more in control with balance and you know what you need to fuel your body and you know what tastes good that you might have a bit of that one day but you won't have it every day and that kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, I just keep thinking of things and I don't want to forget them. One thing I think you're really good at though, and this comes, it's sort of related to focusing on how how will this make me feel, but well, it's actually kind of different. <laughs> um, it's like pick and choose what really, what really freaking lights you up in terms of food, you know, like I'll look at a piece of chocolate cake and I'm like, I'm, I'm really not that much of a massive fan of chocolate cake or cake at all. Like I, I mean, I, I do eat it, but Often you would go, and you're particularly good at this, like, nah, that's not, that is, I won't even enjoy that that much. Like, it's there, it's, you know, we we, we are behaviorally, it's like we see things like this and we just have to have it or something. Um, yeah, okay, if, you, if that is something that's really so delicious to you, eat it and enjoy it and savor it. But for you often you'll be like, nah, 
far out. I wouldn't. I don't even care about that. I'd way rather wait till I get to that bakery down at the tannery and get that freshly baked almond croissant. You know. So you pick and choose what actually means so much to you. Let's take a workshop, for instance, on a Friday. You go to the staff room when you're a teacher, and it's and it's um, you know all laid out for you today at preschool. Oh no, tomorrow there's a workshop for our friend's birthday. So it's funny because me and this friend, said friend, have had the discussion about this, and you go there and you're hungry and you can see all this, you know, everything on the table. Like there's mini pies, sausage rolls, there's um, lamingtons, there's um, like brownie, there's bought um, Boston bun or whatever, okay? What I would like, what, what I would do now, you know, 15 years ago, I would just eat any, everything I sort of liked, on that table I would pick that pick that pick that pick that pick that but now I would go right I know if I pick everything on this table I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna feel like shit because I just will I know it because I've I know my body now and I know what tickles my fancy yeah so I will go right I love a pie and I'll see if someone's eating a pie and I'll go is it worth it like is that real (laughs) young and they'll be like oh it's it's average (laughs) and I'll be like right I'm not gonna get that okay maybe that pizza I think I'm gonna have a piece of pizza and I'm gonna choose one thing that's sweet on this table that really makes me salivate salivate is that salivate Oh, salivate. So, for instance, I'm not going to buy the countdown brownie. I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to eat the countdown brownie. But if um, Anne or Sue has cooked a delicious, baked a delicious, decadent, moist, you know, moist something, I will go for that. And I will take it back to the classroom with my cup of tea and I will enjoy it. Carrot cake with cream cheese icing. Yes. Yes, that's it. That's what I'd take. I wouldn't even care for the brownie, actually. Um, hey, no disrespect to Countdown and their brownie. Did they? Or Sue or Anne, Anne. or whoever I said. Yeah. Hey, were you making up this workshop tomorrow? Because in my mind, I'm like, who the fuck? Who is she going out with tomorrow afternoon? And who's that? I'm work? not going anywhere. Okay. It's not. Me. It was hypothetical, was it? No, tomorrow morning at preschool. I'm not actually a preschool mom anymore, but there's oh. a shout for our friend's that our friend who had a oh, birthday. She yes, works yeah, at the preschool, yeah. Yeah, and oh, so yeah. I just know I was just using it as an example. Because, okay, okay. Um, I was just thinking. I was thinking taking myself back to when I was a teacher, and on a Friday after assembly, it would be morning tea time, and you'd and you know you'd I would wolf. I would. I would get rid of my kids so fast after assembly. I'd be like, go, go, go. And then I'd just quickly get to the staff room. So I'd be first there to like hawk out what I was like, you know, all the yeah. stuff I was going to eat. <laughs> okay, Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So bad. I was such a cow today, by the way. When he, um, I, Dan's gone. He's gone to Kaikoura. And like, I just feel like I was such a bitch. Like, so I was doing your workout from yesterday and it was about 6.45. Oh, and yeah. he... That uh, container was the first to wake as per, but the other boys didn't wake up till like quarter to seven, which is great today. But the first thing I said to him was like, so I, I looked up and he was in the kitchen already in his, you know, hoodie, <laughs> his my hoodie that he wears, not in his uniform. He's supposed yeah. to get up, do the blinds, get into uniform. Yeah. And just gets out the bowl, cracks egg, starts, <laughs> starts mixing. And I just think, Ooh, like, can you not? Like, you're constantly, as soon as he gets up, he just wants to eat. <laughs> and he's like, I said, and I, I was such a cow, I don't even want to say this out loud because I didn't even say, good morning, darling. I just went straight in with, like, 
you better tidy up after you. <laughs> and then I could hear Tana going, can you make me some, Rico? Can you make me some? And I'm trying to do the workout. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not making you any. And I'm like, you make him some. And I was thinking, oh, my God, it's so bad. I was such a bitch. So I better like, when I pick him up today, I think I need to apologise. Yeah, mm. funny. Anyway, um, what were we saying? The, two peas of the same pod, those two too, the, the fact that they're both wanting that. Um, how did you find my workout, by the way? Did you like it? Oh, yeah. I really hated the start. I think the first round of the 2020s, that was like the – I love I love an EMOM. I, I love an EMOM. But I was so lolling at you because you were saying at the start that you were going to go slow. And, like, I could – I was just – you were at my pace. So that was funny. <laughs> but I'm old oh, now. I, no, but I got a little bit of like a sort of a wind. Like I started that workout feeling really shit. Yeah, and then I know. And it started to feel real good. Yeah. Um, but, so but wait, 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 wait. Do you know what – no, wait. But do you know what I was yeah. lolling about – as well is that um you oh my gosh i've just forgotten what i was saying oh uh oh oh no damn it gone <laughs> i hate it when that happens <laughs> oh my god okay um, hey let's just move um, on no Listeners. oh damn it okay <laughs> hey that's a really key point though i think is thinking about how you feel and then like picking and choosing not your battles but picking and choosing and being mindful it's mindfulness isn't it it's mindfully choosing and selecting things and going will I really enjoy this yeah this is like one of my favorite freaking things yesterday we were at Riverside Market and we were like let's go finish and share an almond croissant we went there and they looked overcooked so we thought fuck it we're not getting them won't it won't tick our box yeah and so so I went home and made a cup of tea and had a little two, you know, a mini dairy milk chocolate bar that was in the lolly jar. And I was Yum. like, oh, I had that, the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was great because I kind of had been thinking about that almond croissant and thought, mm. oh, I'll have that instead. That's a yeah. really, it's a really important thing is to think about the enjoyment you get when you don't. Um, so if you are having something all the time, it gets a bit mundane and you don't um, really uh taste what it is that you want to taste so if I'm having an almond croissant every day it wouldn't bring me joy you know yeah after a while I mean it probably it probably might but (laughs) not really though and no I think it's so important to have a bit of um control in in what you choose to eat and when to eat it and I think that you can say you're addicted to something, but actually it's your mindset. It's your, the power of your mind is so, 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 so powerful. You know, your mindset can, you just tweak it a little bit and you can regain a sense of control and achievement and enjoyment. So the the fact is I try not to drink wine every night because it loses the total enjoyment factor for me. If I just drink it every night, it's just a bit blah. But yeah, if I give yeah. myself a few nights off in between, that glass of wine is just such a treat for me. Yeah. Hey, one other point I'd make, and then I think we should summarize our key pieces of advice before we finish. But one other point that I would make in speaking from experience in being someone who was dangerously kind of, um, what did, she, what did, um, oh, your monthly, Sarah gave it a term. I can't remember what it is, but you know, as someone who was obsessed, very negatively obsessed with food and exercise, and very had a very shit relationship to both. Um, 
I would go through periods of my life completely banning food groups, i.e. sugar. Like I just did not touch anything that I believed to have too much sugar or sugar in it really. Um, So therefore I was so deprived and it was put on a pedestal so much so that the deprivation freaking killed me and to the point where I would binge. So I wouldn't eat it all for a week or two and then I would eat a whole packet or a whole massive bag of lollies or uh, yeah, whatever it was, go to the movies and buy like every every sugar snack you could and demo it. You've never really done this, Elise, but I did that for a period of time. And no. that's because I've deprived myself so much. And as Sarah Percy says, you know, it, diets just lead to deprivation and guilt. Whereas I'm a firm believer of having Everything with mo- within moderation will will set you up for um, less of that kind of binging behaviours. And I would point out too that if you think you've if you think less of these are serious problems for you, I would advise you to seek some advice from a professional. Yeah. Well said. I think that um, you're bang on with the whole de- deprivation thing. So. Um, if I can see that I'm really wanting something sweet, um, I will give myself that, okay? Because I don't want to just say, no, you can't eat sugar because you can eat some sugar. But just be mindful about how much sugar you're consuming. So um, I think that the key to um, trying to – so I think in summary – Number one, try and have a balanced every day. Your goal is to try and put in your mouth um, nutritious food that leaves you feeling full. Um, Try and add in nuts and um, seeds. I don't really do seeds very often, but like good fats, avocado, eggs. If you know, and a good piece. If you are going to have, you know, bread, I love Vogel. Um, I don't need to eat two. It's really funny. So that's the other thing. Like I always thought I'd have to have two bits of Vogel toast, but you actually don't have to. Like I've had, I had one and I feel like if you eat it slowly, because I've got my kids to school by this stage and I can, that, you know, eat it slowly. it actually does hit the spot. I think it's really important to think about the fact that you don't actually, you might think you need to have a massive bowl, but you probably don't. And I think it's quite interesting to um, get to the point where you can realize that, that you don't have to have massive portion sizes as well. I think that's something that we haven't really touched on, but well, we have, we don't have to be full when we go to sleep. We can think about, um, when you get to bed, when you get to bedtime tonight, think about all the really good stuff that you put in your mouth and be proud of that. If you if you had a, you know, a mere and ate ten McChickens and ten Fluffies, then that's a bit of a yeah <laughs> gushing um, for you. But and, and can we point out that everybody's different as far as you like? I'll say the word caveat again. Some people might feel not satisfied enough for one piece of toast, so they might have two, and that's fine everybody's different okay um yes and I'm just saying that because my body I can do that now and that it works for me but I'm just saying like um try it and see and if it doesn't work for you then give yourself I mean I I would have two but I just I I mean I'm not saying I'm not going to have two but I just don't need to have the two in the morning I just need a little bit and that's fine yeah okay so number one was um 
thinking about what you in total kind of look at your day and trying to add in, um, you know, nutritious things that will help keep you satisfied in a bid to um, prevent the kind of afternoon, evening um, cravings. And that's not rocket science, okay? We've talked about that and people have talked about that for a long time. Number two? Number two, change your mindset. Um, If you are having six bits of chocolate every night or ten and you don't, it doesn't make you feel good, cut cut them back a bit and just see how you go with that. So uh, don't take away completely. Just try and um, reduce a little bit and then see how you go. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so and then it small, might get to the point in three th- yeah. small changes. Yeah. Small tweaks. You might think, oh, yeah. You might be like, oh, actually, I don't need the chocolate. I'll just, I'll go and get a bliss ball. And then you might think, um, oh, yeah, that makes me feel better. I'll continue with that. So just think yeah. about how you're feeling at all times. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of two together. It's about making small little tweaks if something's not making you feel good physically or mentally. And number three would be mindset slash thinking about how you feel. How will this make me feel? Yeah. And half the time we are actually sometimes thirsty too. So make sure you're drinking your water as well. Um, maybe change a cup of tea at night for a decaf if you, if you relate tea with um, toffee pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do love a toffee pot. That's one thing I would take. Um, oh, but they've shrunk. They're so small now. Oh, everything has. Yeah, everything has. Um, mm. We were talking about that the other night when we had a mini magnum. Oh, we had a trumpet at Mum's. Don't go. Oh, yeah. Another, number four is um, if it's not in your pantry, you can't eat it. Yes. Yeah. And Let's, let's say that again. If it's not in your pantry, you can't eat it. And also on that yeah. note, like, are there some swaps you can make? So we're not putting a bliss ball as a superior food to your chocolate that you normally have at all. Um, from a calorie perspective, a bliss ball might have more calories. It's just thinking about what actually makes you feel good. Okay. Um, and it's I, also yeah. using something to change that habit. So that that it's, it's actually, it, it might be, it's obviously got a lot of sugar in it because it's fr- fruit and all that kind of thing. Who cares? But I'm just. It's sometimes it's it's your mind going. I need the chocolate. But if your mm. mind can change and go, oh, I can just have a bliss ball instead. That's powerful. Yes. So it's about controlling your thoughts and behaviours a bit more. Being a bit more in control of your behaviours feels good and makes you feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then when you're feeling accomplished, you go to bed that night and you're like, this feels good. I want to feel like this more often than not. So I'm going to keep this up. Yeah, yeah. I think to also finish, like, whenever we are asked about this, more often than not, most people know what to do or where they're going in inverted commas wrong. So most people, they kind of give an answer in the question. You know, there is a sort of an answer hidden in the words. Like, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I can't remember the example, but you know what I mean? I mean, it, we, we, everyone wants nutrition advice. Everyone wants to follow, uh, yeah, like with the amount of times we've been asked to add on some nutrition, something um, to move up mama or whatever, what have you. And sometimes we just want to keep things simple and encourage you to think about the fact that you actually probably know what you're doing if you don't seek some advice 
but really look internally and go, as they said in the intro, like, is this actually an issue and something I don't know what to do about? Like, is this something I actually don't know? Or is this me making excuses for some habits? Yeah, I think that a lot of us need to change um, our dialogue. So Uh um, change the way we're speaking. And I think that a lot of us need to take responsibility. I think it's easy to blame something or someone for our own actions. But I think it's, as I said in the intro as well, sometimes that's really confronting to actually go, hang on, I think this is actually a problem that I can control. This is about me. It's not about the chocolate. It's not about the sugar. It's not about the fact that I'm, I am I don't have time to exercise. I do, and I need to find that space in my brain to pop that into my life because it's going to, at the end of the day, make me feel better. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, what did I just want to say? I just wanted to talk to, oh, like categorizing foods. Like I feel like, oh, what I hate is the word treat and cheat. Treat and cheat. Cheat meal, cheat mm. meal Sunday, treat. And I do mm. use the word treat from time to time, but I, well, actually, I don't know if I do, but the whole idea of, and we do it with our kids and I'm trying really hard not to, um, I say this, but Dorian yeah, came but you straight do. home la- last night and gave Nina a marshmallow <laughs> off the back of the kindness cup. Want a treat? Want a treat? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I honestly, firmly, I honestly believe that like the the treat that we suggest, i.e., a biscuit or a lollipop or whatever it might be, is actually like arguably not even a treat. That thing's actually shit for your body and shit for your health. So why do we even call it a treat? You know, but. I'd love to just change the language. Like, here, have this yummy lollipop. Like, it's yummy. We don't eat them all the time because they're shit and make it full of crap. But, you know. I know. Like, here, have this broccoli. Well, yeah, I've been having strawberries in the fridge and they're a good alternative. She loves a berry. But, um, yeah. Do you You know know what I mean? It's really difficult. Yeah, I get it. But it's very difficult because, I mean. It's a lifetime of behavior, though exactly and a treat you 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 think of the word treat and you like you think of the images in your head what do you think of I think of like sugary um croissants or you know you don't think of broccoli do you but no I mean a treat is like a present I suppose and that's something oh yeah it's very very I know it's that's another story for another day it is it is but I am more I'm becoming very mindful of it Yes, and okay, let's think about um, Dr. Libby, how she says, you know how people say, oh, um, oh, I've been eating so much junk food today. So Dr. Libby would say, oh, no, it's not food. That's junk. Food is yeah. food. Junk is junk. Yeah. And so, like, what could we call a treat then, babe? Oh, I would just say, I, I like, I, I, don't sa- I, I don't actually really say it. I don't say, oh, you can have a treat now, but, like, I'd rather just say, like, oh, should we have a yummy chocolate biscuit or something like that, you know? I'd rather... Yeah, that's a um, good idea. Like, call the food the actual food. Yeah, I hate the categorization of foods anyway, like good versus bad and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm whole other story. I've just Googled... Wait, listen. Um, I've just Googled treat definition. Yeah. yeah. Um, an event or item that is out of the ordinary and gives great pleasure. It's yeah. because it's not common you give her lollipops. Yeah, yeah. That makes me feel a bit better about it, but um, I still don't like it. Yeah, hey. okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, 
Anyway, it's whole funny though, way eh, to see what that. Mm. Okay, all right. I, I get what you're saying though. Like, um, the the treat shouldn't really be a treat because it's not treating your body. But yeah, but it it's ta- it tastes yummy. So let's have a little bit today. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it actually is better than I think. And because now I'm just thinking, maybe the word treat is actually what I call like soul food. Maybe that's the same thing. Like, let's have something that lights up our soul for no, a brief moment. No, because like bloody no, 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 mince is soul food, and that's not a treat, <laughs> is it? Mince. Yeah, no, mince is not a treat. It's lasagna, a food. cheese sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay. All right, darling. Well, you know what we've. We've done a few podcasts now, but we often don't do sparkle spreaders anymore because we are, we've had guests say, eh? and when we have guests, Ooh. we don't really feel the urge or need to do that. So did you want to do a sparkle spreader today? Um, you don't have I'm one? Just okay, if that's I've got fine. one. I do think we should. <laughs> no, <laughs> we should. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have one? Oh, dear. Um. Well... No. Oh, I do. Well, yeah. No. Oh, like I've got okay. things that I've got this. No. Sorry. Okay. So um, I've just thought I've looked at my hands and I don't do anything like I did laser hair removal in Australia. I need to get it again. Haven't done it for a few years. Um, I don't really do things like facials or massages or anything like that. There are a few things I probably should do that I don't. Um, but a few weeks, two weeks ago today, I got my nails done and I'm feeling like that was really lucky and I'm spreading that sparkle. <laughs> they're like, if there's something, and especially how are they those, looking? Yeah, they're looking good still. And like, especially if you're someone in Auckland, like, could you um, put aside for a, that, that treat, a treat that will make you feel good um, that isn't maybe related to what we put in our mouths? I don't know, because that's something that's been making making me feel a little bit sparkly while I've been super sick is looking at my nails going, cool, they look cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I I feel like I'm a bit I'm a I, I feel like my sparkle spreader today um is probably the fact that I I don't like big green bushy Christmas trees and I was <laughs> feeling really down over the weekend because you've put this lovely big it's actually green slash white yours has got snow all over it and yours actually looks quite cool but I'm still not a massive fan of big green bushy Christmas trees and I was feeling quite depressed and a bit grinch like on Monday so I said I in my mind I said to myself right I'm going to sort that out I don't know how I'm going to sort it out but I'm going to sort it out so I went to the shop and I actually told the lady listen, this is my problem. Can you please help me? And so she <laughs> said, okay. And so I got this like white tree that I actually looked at thinking, I don't actually like you. But I thought about it and I pondered and I, I visualized the decorations I'd have to put on it. And I thought in my house it might look nice and I'll feel really good about it. And I didn't even do it with the kids. That's how grinchy like I was. Are. I just actually thought that it would be, yeah, but I thought it would be cool for them to come home from school and see it and be excited. Yeah. And so I did that. And were they excited? They couldn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> really? No reaction? Is it because they're all boys? I mean, Carlos and Tay possibly a little bit, but nah, not really. And it's But it's giving me joy and I'm so proud of it. And every night, it's been two nights, and it's, it's just it, the, the best thing about this tree 
is that the lights are intertwined with the branches so you don't even have to faff around with bloody wiring around br- bloody lights. Great, real Second great. thing is the lady told me that t- the second thing the lady told me that tinsel's not cool, so I'm stoked about that. I don't have tinsel on it. That's just another faff. Yours has got tinsel. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and the third thing is the best thing about this, Jess, is that the tree came in a really skinny box, minimal. It's just nice. so great. So nice. I'm feeling really stoked about it. I feel really Christmassy now, and my kids don't give a flying foo-foo fart which is hilarious because I said, I, in my head I'm saying, I'm, I'm putting this up for Nina. Nina cares. So. Yeah. Hey, um, that's one thing I would say in terms of spreading more sparkle. I'm loving that people got into the Christmas spirit and like with trees and stuff real early this year because this year's been oh, challenging. I am not. I am loving oh. it. I think, why the heck not? You know, if that brings you joy, bloody get it up. And also, my other sparkle spreader is we don't swear in our workouts or in Move It Mama in our group. And I love that <laughs> suddenly I can just have free reign to swear on the sparkle pod. When did that come about? I I don't know, but I saw a lot today. And I, I said flying. Fuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, hey, I actually, that was grating, grinding my gears or grating on my gears, seeing Christmas trees put up on the in November. And I'm like, I don't care about your stupid great tree. I love it. I love it. And I'm speaking, actually, I forgot. I haven't got advent calendars yet. I'm going to go buy some advent calendars oh, no. today. Oh, oh, there's no way I'm buying those. I have four kids and I just can't. And that, I just like, it's just another thing. I just think, oh, they already get enough. <laughs> the but you could do an advent calendar. I know. You could do an advent calendar with um – Strawberries Tasks or experiences. That's what people are doing, strawberries. But do you know, know what? I can't be bothered because I'm too tired. And like, I know. I, I've got I just, one of those. I, um, I can't I've, even. <coughs> I've got a hanging advent calendar with little pockets that you're meant to put freaking presents in so day by day. And it's hanging out, but it's empty. But Nina doesn't know any better. <laughs> I got given it. I got given one that my friend made me, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And I got given it seven years ago, and it was up for that Christmas, and it's never been hung again. Um, what I would like to say, though, is um, that I just want to shouldn't let you know that I'm finding my children quite challenging at the moment, and I I'm a bit anti it all. So I just, and I'm sorry if that is annoying to say. But I'm just feeling like I'm finding my job quite tough. And so the Christmas spirit is possibly not as high as it should be. Well, I said to me. last night when we were bathing the kids and I looked at the bath and how it needed a clean. And I was like, oh, and then I'm like getting their pajamas out and I'm putting clothes away, the washing away. And I'm like, far out. There is so much shit in these cupboards and in these drawers that actually needs to leave this house. And I went to him and I was like, do you reckon that other families where both parents work, do you reckon they pay a cleaner or what? Like, how do you maintain this shit? I don't know how to maintain my house and amongst the other stuff. Anyway, whole okay, nother podcast so- episode. We've got to go. It's one Listen, hour, six minutes. No, we d- yeah, but we don't. It doesn't matter. They can just stop listening to us if they don't want to. <laughs> can I just say that, like, I? it's not actually probably the children that are the problem. It's just everything that comes with having lots of kids. And 
um, jobs, like like what you're saying, maintaining mm. shit, like mm. dusting. I don't. Mm. I have a cleaner who comes on it, and she just does the bathrooms and she vacuums. Okay, so I don't dust. She doesn't really dust. She doesn't dust, and there's no um, folding clothes or putting clothes. Like that that whole sorting drawers, and I'm the only one that does that. Like Dan would never do that, and I, no. I, I got into a tether the other night feeling annoyed that like why am I the person that has to bloody well sort everything out he does lots of other things though so and I know that but you know how it's just the onus is on you the onus yeah. is on you to make sure that there's room in their drawers or yeah I mean as, if I got the kids the big kids to sort their drawers they'd just tip out everything and they'd throw everything out and as Dorian said to me like if they pay a cleaner like they've got a cleaner but the cleaner's not sorting the drawers and I'm like fuck yeah I know what a rigmarole. Anyway. I, um, I mean, I folded yeah. I folded washing. I folded washing and I've put it down on the ground yeah, two days ago. It's still there. Uh, I'm just sort of I, – I just don't want to direct what, what happens to that washing. I want the, the person that knows that that's their washing to walk past it and go, oh, that's my washing. Yes. But um, I did read somewhere on like a tip about that, a, a hot tip was like, just don't leave washing that needs to be put away. Don't leave it not put away. Just put it away immediately. And yeah, I but say I want that. my children to think about it. I know, but um, as, yeah, See, I See, this don't is know. where it's harder, Jess. When your children get older, you have ex- expectations. You're trying to raise these kids to be this is what I find difficult about life now because my kids are older and I'm I've got higher expectations and I want them to be self-sufficient and I want them to be raised in the fact that they know how to put a load of washing on hey there's just one thing I want to say um oh I know we're going on really long but there's just one thing I really want to say and I'm so annoyed now that I've forgotten it oh life Um, no I have to remember it I can't go without it otherwise I'll be really annoyed all right I'll sing Um, a Christmas carol while you think of it no I won't be able to think jingle bells um, jingle bells jingle all the way (laughs) Oh, what fun it is oh to ride. All right, let's go. Oh, I can't think. Oh, no. I really wanted to say it. Thanks for listening, okay, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you loved our chat today. And I hope that you go to bed tonight feeling um, good about yourself. And if you don't feel that great about yourself, think about what you can change for tomorrow. Yeah. Because every day you start with a clean slate to feel good. Yeah, and also just one more caveat. Let's use the word one last time. Don't take any of what we've talked about to suggest that you can't send us an email asking for some advice, okay? I'm just just conscious of that now. <laughs> You're funny. Okay, don't listen. Just email whenever you want. We're here and we want to help. And it's great to get these um, questions because it gives us um, shit to waffle on about. Yeah, okay. thanks for the Have suggestion for the today's chat. See you guys later. Jingle bells. Bye. Bye.